It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We welcome you to a special edition of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell, and it is a late Saturday night as I record this, but we have breaking news and we have big news and it deserves a breaking news podcast. We're going to go through this as quickly as we can, but get you as much information as we know it as we can as of about 1030 Eastern time on Saturday night. December 28th, before the Redskins finish up the regular season. So the report from NBC Sports Washington and J.P. Finley is that Bruce Allen will be out as, not president, but out of the football operations lead role. So that it's important to note that while this has been expected, Things have always been fluid and have always changed. And we believe as of this point, according to my colleague Grant Paulson at 106.7 The Fan, Bruce is going to be reassigned into the stadium authority or division. Now, others have confirmed this, including Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, uh, John Keim of ESPN. I have independently not been able to confirm it, but I've mentioned a thousand times that this is the end for Bruce. I- I've I- I've wavered a little bit. I can't tell you that I've never wavered because about a week and a half ago, I did hear somebody that said, hey, they're a pingin and they are tapped in, is that Bruce was looking like he was going to stay. So I mentioned that. I didn't necessarily know if I should believe it, but there was a lot of smoke. And when you had D'Angelo Hall saying he left his meeting with Bruce Allen, thinking that Bruce Allen was going to stay. And then you had another report on Friday afternoon from Mike Jones of USA Today, who used to cover the Redskins, who said he had one person who basically told him that he felt that Bruce Allen was going to stay. You started to hear enough of this. You're like, well, maybe, just maybe, he's going to weasel his way into another year as president of football operations. Now, it's important to note, when I say president of football operations, his official title is just president, but he is the president of football operations, right? So could he, Bruce Allen, technically remain the president of the Washington Redskins, yet not have a public role in football operations? And what I mean by that is it would be possible that the Redskins could leave him as the president, say, no, 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 he's not in the building. He's in a private office somewhere. He's at FedEx Field running the stadium and running other business ventures for Dan Snyder and trying to find the new stadium and the new land and the new 
everything with that and solely concentrating on that, I could see that. Where he stays the president of the Washington Redskins. I have a feeling that if they put him at FedEx Field, they could leave him as president and try and sell that. I don't think it will be bought. I don't think many Redskins fans are that dumb, but that could happen. Um, here's my opinion on that. Would it be better than it is now? Of course. Would it solve all the problems? No. Would I still think there's a possibility that Bruce Allen could be consulting with Dan Snyder, that Bruce Allen could be consulting with whoever the new GM is uh, or whoever the top-level executive turns out to be? Yeah, I think that's a possibility, and I think that's something you have to be leery about. But I do think it's very possible that he could retain the role of president and be located at FedEx Field. That's very possible. I I don't know if that's going to happen. I haven't been told that. That's just me trying to think out loud here as we go along. Um, A couple of things that we need to bring up. Uh, Listen, I, I, you know, again, I've been reporting on this for the last year and three quarters, if you will, uh, since April of 2018 when I was told that, you know, basically Bruce, uh, you know, was very much in trouble very much in peril, that Dan Snyder was, uh, you know, furious at him, that smoke was billowing out of Redskins Park, all of that. Um, I'll post this story, uh, and I included it on si.com slash NFL slash Redskins if you want to read it that way, and that is this. Quote, Bruce isn't going to get fired outright. He's going to get reassigned to head the stadium authority from what it was described to me or the stadium development team and Dan's other businesses, end quote. And then I also put or said uh, back in April of 2018, quote, Eric Schaefer is a guy who Dan Snyder implicitly trusts and trusts even more now than he did five years ago, four years ago. And everybody in the building from a football operations standpoint believes, loves, and trusts in Eric Schaefer. Goes to him and believes that's the guy that can overall lead the entire football operations. I would expect he would be the president of football operations. Maybe they bring in somebody from the outside. Now listen, again, I I just said he could be the president of football operations. I don't know what they're going to do in terms of titles. I mean, Eric has a vice president of football operations title now. I believe it's a senior vice president of football operations, I believe is the official title, whatever. I mean, whether he's the president of football operations, senior vice president of football operations, whatever it might be. And again, I'm not saying definitively that Allen is going to remain, quote unquote, the president of the Washington Redskins, but he could. Either way, I believe that Eric Schaefer is going to have a very, very, very significant role. I believe that Kyle Smith will have a very significant role. Could it possibly be that Eric Schaefer, Kyle Smith, are the two top leaders in the football operations department overseeing 
just about everything, whether Kyle is the vice president of player personnel, meaning running pro and college, and a guy like Cole Spencer is promoted to running the college scouting department. Uh, I've heard he's very highly thought of, and uh, a lot of teams tried to come after him, and the Redskins got him to stay last year. Could that be the case? Redskins have done pretty well in the draft. Um, Could it be a situation where Kyle Smith is promoted to GM? He has one year plus left on his contract. He's under contract until June of 2021. So under contract for this draft and the following year's draft. Now, again, contracts are contracts. They can be uh, bought out. They can be moved aside. They can be negotiated, various different things. But could it be that... Maybe the Redskins bring in a new head coach from outside, but somebody and two people and a couple of people stay in power inside. One person I do not think it will be is Doug Williams. Um, From everything I know, uh, Doug Williams is not held in in quite that regard, and maybe he has a role of some sort. I don't know exactly, uh, but I do not believe Doug Williams will be in charge of football operations. Um, so again, my best guess, and it's only a guess, would be Eric Schaefer and Kyle Smith. Now, who could be the next head coach? Well, we have a couple of legitimate candidates. We'll discuss both of them coming up next on the Locked on Redskins podcast special edition. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us uh, as we bring you the news that Bruce Allen, is on his way out in charge of football operations right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell here, Locked On Redskins. Long day at work, tough day at school. Are you still stuck in the office? Sucker. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Maybe your sweatpants are on for the day, but you're sick of those microwave leftovers and frozen pizza, right? Who likes that anyway? Enter DoorDash. Restaurant quality food, living room dress code. That's right, fellas. Get it now. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurant in your city. Ordering is easy. You open up the DoorDash app. You choose what you want to eat. Your food delivered to you wherever you might be. Door-to-door delivery in all 50 states and Canada. You can order from your local go-tos or choose your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and even the Cheesecake Factory. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code Locked On. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter the promo code 
Locked On. All right, let's get to it right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast special edition. There are two major head coaching candidates that have emerged from the pile, and let's go through both of them right here on a special edition of LOR. So we mentioned and spent a lot of time in the first segment about the Bruce Allen situation and what that could potentially mean for Eric Schaefer and also Kyle Smith. So one of the top candidates is Mar is uh, is well we'll get to Marvin Lewis in a sec is Ron Rivera, the former Carolina Panthers head coach, and he, according to a source of mine, is interested in the job. Now I don't know. I, I, it was termed to me very interested. I don't know. Um, I don't know if he's actually met with them or not yet. I do not know. I believe. There has been a preliminary discussion, but I do not know that for sure. Uh, From what I was told by one source, there was a preliminary discussion. Uh, What I was told by another source is that he's very interested in the job, but I don't know if there's actually been a formal interview yet. Rivera, 76, 63, and 1 in his head coaching run in Charlotte, including an appearance in Super Bowl 50. He won the NFC South three years in a row, but they were 12-16 and 16 over the last almost two full seasons leading up to Rivera's dismissal. You may remember from earlier in December, it was the Redskins that handed him his final loss as head coach of the Carolina Panthers. He was fired on a Tuesday afternoon, uh, 48 hours or so after the Redskins beat the Carolina Panthers. I don't think the Panthers have won since then, since Perry Fuel has taken over. Uh you know, what's interesting about this, uh, we know, you know, he's got this cool Twitter moniker, Riverboat Ron. Uh, he seems like a, a great guy. Every time I've talked to him via teleconference and we've met one in, once in person, seems like a really cool dude. I know my colleague Grant Paulson loves him. Um, it just seems like a really down-to-earth good person. I think that's important for the Redskins. When you have the image problem that the Redskins have, I think it is of extreme importance to get somebody who is a good person, who treats people right. Not that Jay Gruden didn't, you know, but Jay Gruden threw people under the bus. And that drove Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen nuts. It created controversy. They don't want controversy. They don't want a head coach that is very public. Let's just leave it at that in a lot of different ways. Okay? They don't want that. They want somebody who's serious about football, who's passionate about football, whose number one job is only the Washington Redskins and not a social life. That's what they want. They want somebody that's not going to constantly throw the quarterback under the bus or that's going to talk to the media a lot off on the side. They don't want that. They want to control all of that. I think that's what you get for the most part when you get a guy like Ron Rivera. Now, he's a human being. He's going to, you know, say some things, but I don't think I don't ever remember Ron Rivera blasting or sandblasting any one of his players. Now, what's interesting here is not only is he is a successful NFL head coach, um, you know, he's not going to have assuming that he takes a job here, which it looks like he's going to uh, quickly, he's not going to have that that full year off to recharge the batteries or anything like that. He's still a relatively young guy. Two things. One, do the Redskins have to jump the shark before the Giants fire Pat Shermer? 
Because remember, Dave Gettleman, who's their general manager, was the Carolina Panthers general manager when Ron Rivera was there for a good portion of that tenure. So that's something which could be leading to all the reports that the Redskins are trying to move very quickly and could have this wrapped up by Monday. Now, on top of that, on top of that, I would also add this. Ron Rivera, before he became the Carolina Panthers head coach, spent time with the San Diego Chargers, the then San Diego Chargers. He was their defensive coordinator for several seasons, linebackers coach for a season. Their general manager at the time was A.J. Smith. Very successful run, five division titles, 10 years, all that. His son, Kyle Smith, hmm, is the Redskins director of college scouting. It stands to reason that Ron Rivera and Kyle Smith got to know each other during that time. I'm sure Kyle Smith around his dad, who happens to be an NFL GM, Kyle Smith, a gym rat, you know, a GM, like wants to be a scout, wants to be the... Remember, he didn't really get his time started with the Redskins until 2010 during Mike Shanahan's first year. From the way it's been described to me, Kyle Smith and Ron Rivera have a good relationship. Now, I don't know how close, how buddy-buddy it is, but, you know, from the way it's been described to me, it's a good relationship. They could join forces to work together, leading the Redskins, and on top of that, you add Eric Schaefer into the mix to manage the salary cap, do the contracts, be, again, the president or vice president of football operations or senior vice president uh, of football operations, which is his title. Uh, however you do that, and that's your new front office structure, maybe you still add somebody else. I don't know. I don't know. But that's something to keep in mind as it pertains to Ron Rivera, who I think would be the better choice over Marvin Lewis, who is also emerging as a top candidate. Eric Bieniemy is already one, said to be one. We've talked about the Redskins reaching out to him. Uh, he could be tied up for a long time with the Kansas City Chiefs. We just don't know. I think partly because of that reason, he's unlikely to be the head coach. Rivera, free now, one. Marvin Lewis, free now, two. Marvin Lewis's candidacy we'll discuss next on a special edition of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. Bruce Allen going to be removed from the head of football operations, but what is next? There's already, we've talked about this as well, already speculation from Pro Football Talk, even though I started this speculation, that Bruce Allen could be heading to the Los Angeles Rams to join with one of his buddies, Kevin Demoff. I've said this several times on this podcast over the year plus that we've been doing it on the radio, si.com slash NFL Redskins. I have said it just as recently as this week, and I truly believe that could happen, whether it happens right now or whether it happens a year from now, that I don't know. All right, more to come right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Marvin Lewis next. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we wrap up the Locked On Redskins podcast, a special edition. So Marvin Lewis has also emerged as a top candidate, according to Jason Lock and Forum, according to the Washington Post, according to Alex Marvez of the Washington Redskins. First... I just like to point out my guy Rick Snyder, who uh, does some great work uh, for a number of different outlets, but especially for me or with me at si.com/nfl/redskins and Redskins Maven. He a couple of weeks ago wrote a column installing Lewis as the third odds-on favorite, six to one odds of returning to his old stomping grounds where he was the assistant head coach and defensive coordinator for one year under Steve Spurrier before getting the Cincinnati Bengals head coaching job. In Cincinnati, he spent 16 seasons there. 16. He was 0-7 in the playoffs, but he made the playoffs seven times, obviously. But he was 0-7. He won four division titles. That's 25%, one quarter of the time that he was there. That's something the Redskins would die for. Yes, they've won two division titles in the last 10 years. I got it. But that's not 25%, is it? I think you'd take 25% rather than 20%. Just me. Uh, He was Marvin Lewis, 131, 122, and three with the Bengals. He has managed an organization that had a very, very limited scouting staff that didn't really have a true general manager. He has worked for one of the cheapest owners in all of football. He would have assets that he never really had in Cincinnati to compete for top dollar. You know, one of the proudest franchises that has been ruined. You can build it back up. He knows a little bit of the lay of the land because he was here for a year. He knows some of the skeletons in the closet. A lot has changed. But maybe a lot hasn't because ultimately if you're truly removing Bruce Allen, which we talked about, don't know, if you're truly removing Bruce Allen, eh, you know, maybe Marvin Lewis can come here. Now, I don't know who would be the GM. I don't know if it would be Kyle Smith. I don't know if it would be Eric Schaefer. I don't know uh, who exactly it would be. One name to kind of keep in mind that everybody is bounded about. Uh, We've mentioned it here for a year plus on the podcast is Lewis Riddick of ESPN. He wants to get back in. He's been here before, uh, served as a scout, director of uh, personnel. I think Lewis Riddick is a very, you know, is a possibility. There's no doubt. And I was told about a year ago he and Dan Snyder had a conversation. I believe it was Philadelphia Monday Night Football. I could be wrong on that. And he made it clear that, you know, he was interested in talking or thinking about it or considering, you know, a potential role in returning to the organization, but he wouldn't do it with Bruce Allen. Now, I don't know if that meant Bruce Allen out of the building. I, you know, I don't know exactly that or at FedEx Field or the president of the stadium authority or whatever. Don't know that. But that's a possibility. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, special edition. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks very much for being with us. We will have continuing coverage as quickly as we can get it up on Sunday night uh, and Monday as the Redskins clean out their locker and potentially introduce their new general manager and potentially their new head coach. Stay tuned. It's going to be a wild one. Adios.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.